Yes, it may be free speech, but is that really what we want? I think we're better than that. I get it. As long as it's speech that you agree with, it's okay. Anything else will land you in jail. Apparently, if you believe in the Constitution, don't go to Gillette. Here we go. Another incredible installment of Weekend Update. From very high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. Our nation's laws, United States Federal Code, our state statutes, and even local ordinances are replete with references to equal justice before the law. The United States Constitution protects all people regardless of class. The Wyoming Constitution has three individual sections that are dedicated to equal rights. And let us not forget Article 1, Section 7, that absolute arbitrary power over the lives, liberty, and property of free men exists nowhere in a republic, not even in the largest majority. Not even the provision in our Constitution that allows for women's suffrage specifically calls out women. It just says that since equality in the enjoyment of natural and civil rights is only made sure through political equality, the laws of this state affecting the political rights and privileges of its citizens shall be without distinction of race, color, sex, or any circumstance or condition whatsoever other than individual incompetency. Without distinction. What does that actually mean? It means regardless of who you are, what color you are, what color your hair is, or who you decide to marry, you have just as equal political rights as anyone else. And Article 1, Section 2 says that all members of the human race are equal. That means everyone. Every single person within the boundaries of the state of Wyoming is equal without distinction. So why then do we have counties that think it's necessary to pass hate crime ordinances? First, I question whether or not they have the capacity to read and comprehend because they obviously haven't read the Wyoming Constitution, much less the United States Constitution. Secondly, it's absolutely an attempt to restrict speech that you don't like or you don't want to hear. And it's just ridiculous anyway. If you kill someone, obviously you don't like them or you wouldn't have killed them. And the reason behind you killing them doesn't make your act any worse. It doesn't make your victim any less or any more dead just because you didn't like the color of their hair. I know, it sounds crazy, but that's exactly the type of ridiculousness that hate crime ordinances purport to prevent. Finally, and this is the biggest problem with every single hate crime ordinance that has ever been thought of, is their real attempt is not to curb behavior, it's to curb speech. It's to restrict speech that you don't like. And all of this is exactly what the Gillette City Council did at their May the 2nd meeting. 
They approved an ordinance on first reading to create a hate crimes ordinance in the city of Gillette. The funny thing about all of this is one of the members of the Gillette City Council was actually being honest about why she was voting for it. To restrict your free speech. And I'm going to play it for you. But first, an absolutely outrageous profit timeout. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by Morton Buildings. It's the perfect time to start considering that building you've been dreaming about for your property. It doesn't really matter if it's a garage or a barn or a roping arena or maybe a giant warehouse for your business. Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings are the two guys that you need to talk to. Their phone number is 307-674-2532 or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. They're the experts in what they do, and they've been doing it longer than anybody else. So it doesn't really matter what type of building you've been thinking about. Just tell Nick and Jesse, and they'll handle all the details. Again, their phone number is 307-674-2532. My friends, it's Saturday morning, and I've driven a long ways this weekend over to Jackson, and tomorrow I'll be headed home. And the one thing I can't get off of my mind is hot wings. Hot wings from the Winget food truck. They're the most incredible wings that I've ever encountered, my friends. Now, the way that you can figure out where that truck is going to be is go to CowboyStatePolitics.com and look underneath the Sponsors tab, and you'll find their schedule there. Before I leave tomorrow, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing, trying to find out where the truck is so that I can alter my route and somehow between that six-hour drive between Jackson and the base of the Bighorns, I'll find those yummy, yummy hot wings. You could do the same thing too, and you should. That's the Wing It Food Truck. Coming on Wednesday's program, I'm going to drop a bombshell of an episode. I'm telling you, my friends, it's gigantic. Yeah, I'm going to show you what investigative journalism is really like, since you obviously don't see any of it in the Wyoming press. Make sure you don't miss it. That's Wednesday's installment of Cowboy State Politics. So set an alarm, make yourself a note, create a poster, maybe buy a billboard. But just don't miss it. And now, back to our program. Gillette, Wyoming is the latest Wyoming community to decide that they need a hate crime ordinance. The volumes and stacks and stacks of statutes that the state of Wyoming already has apparently are not enough for the leftists that populate the Gillette City Council. In fairness, the vote was 4-3 to three in favor of the hate crime ordinance. And I was happy to hear that newly elected Mayor Shay Lundvall was one of those that voted against this ridiculous law. You see, it was Shay Lundvall who, a couple of years ago, was forced to resign his post as city councilman because he liked a Facebook post. I'm not even kidding. There was such an uproar from the mayor's office and the other members of the city council that Shay Lundvall stepped down. And then in the next election, he ran for mayor and obviously won because everybody in Gillette was so irritated that their current mayor tried to push him out of his job. His elected job. 
You know, the one that people vote for and say, yeah, we would like you on the city council. All because of a Facebook post, he was forced to resign. The mayor apparently did not like Shea Lundvall's free speech. So I guess you could say that Shea Lundvall is the Gillette mayor because of his free speech. Allow me to read to you the text of this ridiculously dumb ordinance. Quote, No person shall incite or produce imminent violence directed against another person or group of persons because of their race, color, religion, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, ethnicity, national origin, ancestry, or disability. This prohibition includes instances where a person's words, depictions, or conduct were intended and likely to incite or produce imminent violence against a person because of their race, color, religion, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, ethnicity, national origin, ancestry, or disability, but failed. End quote. Ironically, the ordinance itself demonstrates the ridiculousness of it. A lot of the things listed in this ordinance could only be known by the person making the complaint. For example, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, national origin, ancestry, or disability. I include disability in that list simply because sometimes people really are disabled because of a heart condition or something that is not outwardly facing. They're still disabled, you just can't tell. So in other words, it's now going to be a crime in Gillette if you feel offended by something that somebody else has said or drawn or uh, perhaps they made a rude gesture. It doesn't have anything to do with actual crimes because all of those are already illegal. This has to do with feelings. How does a person's conduct make you feel? It's all up to your interpretation of events. The point of all of this has nothing to do with crime or preventing crime or making Gillette a nice place to live. It's about criminalizing personal expression, thought, and speech. That's it. Read strictly, a lot of the episodes that I've produced could be interpreted to offend numerous people in Gillette. Obviously, that's not their intent, but we're not judging intent here anyway. We're judging feelings, how you felt because of something somebody said or a gesture that they made. In a completely uncharacteristic random act of honesty, Gillette City Councilwoman Heidi Gross said as much during the meeting. To set this up, an anti-Semitic flyer was distributed in an entire neighborhood in Gillette. I mean, it's happened in a lot of Wyoming communities. It happened here in Buffalo. Most people completely disregarded as stupid, because it is. There are racists everywhere, but they're certainly not a majority, and most people disregard them as the idiots that they are. In any case, Councilwoman Gross begins there with the anti-Semitic flyer. You guys are going to love this. Here it is. What's been going on in our community and the latest thing with this anti-Semitic flyer handed out in Westover, I saw that. It was disgusting. And is that the kind of community we want to be? Is that what we want to show our children and grandchildren that behavior like that? Yes, it may be free speech, but is that really what we want? I think we're better than that. And so I do support this because I think that it's time that we put a little teeth behind our ordinances and allow our law enforcement that if somebody is targeting somebody just because they are a, are a, a certain race or ethnicity that they don't approve of, that that gives them the ability to send that message that, that that's not going to be tolerated in Gillette, Wyoming. It might be free speech, but 
But what, Councilwoman Gross? It is free speech. The truth is, the only right to free speech that you actually have is the right to be offended. If you don't have that right, if others don't have the right to offend you, then we don't have free speech at all. We have thought crime and expression crime and speech crime statutes, like the one that the Gillette City Council is trying to create. The First Amendment requires that we protect the speech, particularly the speech, with which we disagree. A little city council in a small town in Wyoming doesn't get to dictate what is free speech and what is not. I could very easily claim that Councilwoman Gross's comments and her complete disregard for the First Amendment is an attempt to cause imminent violence to me simply because she's trying to restrict my free speech and then threaten my way of making a living. I make a living on free speech, Councilwoman Gross. But of course, that would be ridiculous. It's as preposterous as this proposed ordinance. Even though the measure passed by a vote of 4-3, to three, there were some really good arguments in opposition to it. Here's what Mayor Lundvall had to say. I fear that this proposed ordinance, however well-intentioned, would ultimately serve to divide our community. It would make existing crimes worse, by definition, based on the identity of the victims. It would exclude protection for our statistically vulnerable identity groups, such as the elderly and veterans who don't align with certain political preferences. Instead of applying additional penalties for commission of existing crimes against certain people, we should be investing our resources to ensure that existing law is applied without prejudice. Make no mistake, anyone who commits a crime against another based on hate should and will be prosecuted under the law. But I am struggling to support an organ, Oregon ordinance that will give some people more rights than others and ends up creating more division than unity. He makes an excellent point. When you start to protect individual classes, you exclude those people that don't fit into your list. It's an interesting paradox. The more inclusive you try to make a particular law, the more exclusive it becomes because it excludes people that don't fit into your preconceptions of those people who need protection by whatever law it is that you're trying to pass. And of course, the most obvious reason why you don't need this stupid law is that by our Constitution, by our statutes, by the United States Constitution, we are all already equal. Here's one more soundbite from Councilman Tim Carsrud. He illustrates my point succinctly. But I got to say that I am 100% convinced that the United States Constitution and the Wyoming State Constitution protect them. And they protect me, and they protect and it protects you all. And and uh, with that being said, I just let you know that um, I will be voting no on this tonight. The four individual members of the Gillette City Council that voted for this dumb ordinance is Jim West, Bill Montgomery, Heidi Gross, and Nathan McClelland. You should ask all four of them why they hate the First Amendment because their vote at their meeting on May the 2nd proved that they have no regard whatsoever for free speech, free expression, or anything listed in the First Amendment. That vote on Tuesday night is a disgrace to the Constitution. That being said, any member of the Gillette City Council is welcome to come on Cowboy State Politics and discuss free speech and how important it is. I'll give you an entire hour on my program to try to explain that vote to everybody that lives in Campbell County. Though it is difficult to argue that any one of our rights is more important than any other, it is an absolute certainty that free speech has to be protected 
even the speech that we don't like or that personally offends us or that we might consider in some way to be dangerous. Now, of course, we do have laws against inciting a riot or those sorts of things, but free speech in and of itself has to be protected. It is at the core of what creates our political system. The actions of the Gillette City Council are nothing short of tyranny. Now, tyranny in the least is just as bad as tyranny on a grand scale. And we might also argue that small authoritarian ordinances that, like the one that was voted on Tuesday night in the Gillette City Council are far more onerous than just about anything that comes from our federal government. Because the government closest to the people is the one that affects their lives the most. And that is the one that we should watch most closely. Well, that'll about do it for today's installment of the program. On Monday's episode, I'll have the results of the state central committee meeting that's being held in Jackson this weekend. I'm going to record the whole thing, so if there's any shenanigans that happen, I'll bring them to you on Monday's program. But for now, from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics. <laughs>